Yeah, we're ready for some Hiawatha Valley League basketball, a doubleheader. I love these boys-girls doubleheaders, or girls-boys, I guess, in this case. It's the ladies first, followed by the gentlemen. The Pine Island Panthers are in the Bombers' hangar, and we are sitting courtside right next to the legend that is Rod Johnson. Yeah, he's the public address announcer here. We'll get a chance to mic him up. We tried to do it when he was on the speaker before, but now we can put the microphone right next to him, and and get his uh, terrific introduction of the starting lineups today. Pine Island, Cannon Falls, two very good teams in, in the boys' side. And on the girls' side, I think this will be an evenly matched game as well. The Bombers and the Panthers, Hiawatha Valley League Basketball. Our broadcast tonight is service of Ainsbury Truth Federated Mutual Insurance by Northland Safety Solutions, also the Goodyear County ADA. The Nelson Insurance Agency, Cannon Falls, Milo Peterson Ford in Kenyon by Pine Island Lumber, North Field Safety Solutions, as I said, and Keith Myers, who is the uh, the stamp man, right? He's the certified financial planner. Here in Cannon Falls, does a terrific job with that. He's also on our broadcast tonight here from Cannon Falls. So we'll look forward to Hearing from him as well tonight. The Bombers are warming up on the hoop to my right, and the Panthers are warming up on the hoop to my left. Yeah, they're warming up on the hoop to my left and to my right. The uh, Pine Island Panthers will be in their road whites with gold trim, maroon and gold are their school colors. The Bombers are primarily wearing black, black and red are their school colors. I have not been in this gym since they revamped it. And so I'm sitting right at the courtside scoring table. It's kind of cool. Used to be I sat at the top of the bleachers, which is kind of nice, too, because you can see the three-point line. Don't have that luxury here. Don't have that luxury here. So, again, we got the girls first. It'll be followed by the gentlemen later this week. We got a boys game Thursday, a girls game Friday, and that'll be the end before holiday. And we really don't have that much of a break. We got a game on the 29th. 
the 29th between these Cannon Falls Bombers and Kenyon Wanamingo in the castle. A Thursday, I've got a Kenyon Wanamingo Waterville Elysian Morristown game. Friday, we got a BA Triton game. It's girls Friday, it's boys Thursday, I do believe. And that's what's coming your way the remainder of the week. So we're looking forward to this doubleheader. I was just looking up some stuff, and we do have some more doubleheaders on the schedule. We'll have a BA doubleheader when they play at Wabashaw Kellogg. I believe that's in February, if I'm not mistaken. So I do like these girls-boys doubleheaders. Traditionally, Faribault used to play Northfield in a doubleheader, and they quit doing that a couple years ago for some reason. I always liked them. Maybe there's a logistical problem, I guess, that I'm not aware of. So the Fine Island Panthers and Cannon Falls Bombers, Hiawatha Valley League basketball here on a mighty night. Every play. part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Owatonna's rich history and all that Owatonna has to offer. When it comes to working at heights, safety should always come first. That's where Northland Safety Solutions comes in. Northland Safety Solutions is a design-build firm specializing in engineered fall protection systems. Based in Cannon Falls since 2015, they service businesses in Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, and Illinois. They look forward to working with you to address your particular fall protection exposures. Learn more at NorthlandSafety.com. Northland Safety Solutions wishes good luck to the Bombers. Well, I don't know if they need luck or not. All I know is we're going to have a couple of good games here tonight as Cannon Falls does battle with Pine Island. Down the road a piece on Highway 52, right? I tried to plug in something here. And it keeps throwing me somewhere else. Here we go. And take a look at the Hiawatha Valley League standings here tonight. Comes up. starters sure absolutely got the, you got it let's see Cannon Falls is 0-6 uh, on the season they're 0-1 in the conference Pine Island is 1-2 in the conference and they are 4-4 four four overall on the season so 4-4 four four 
and 0-6. But I know the Bombers have had some close games. Again, they're 0-1 in the league. And Pine Island is 1-2 in league play. Used to have a blue and a gold. I don't think that exists anymore. Because if it does, there's only three teams in the blue. And there's six listed here in the uh, gold. Used to be the bigger schools, the smaller schools. So again, coming into today... Byron is 2-0 in the league. Goodyear is 1-0 in league play. Zambrona Mazeppa is 1-1. So is Cass and Manerville. So is Rochester Lourdes. So is Stewartville. Lake City is 1-2. Pine Island is 1-2. And, and Cannon Falls 0-1 in league play. According to the uh, division's standings, on the Minnesota girls basketball hug. I don't know if they're accurate or not. But it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Pine Island appears to have some height on their team. Something that I don't think the Bombers have a lot of. Yeah, Pine Island's got a, a lady here that's listed at 5'11". She sure looks taller than 5'11". I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to double check to see if I wrote this in wrong. Yeah, Pine Island has nobody listed over 5'11 on their roster, but that young lady looks to be well over six feet. Yeah, my eyes are getting old, right? My eyes are getting old. So they have remodeled this since since I was here last. Got the CF logo at midcourt. It's red inside the lanes. It says bombers in red on each black end line. There's black on the sidelines. Beautiful big scoring scoreboard here on both ends that has uh, fouls and points on it as well for the crowd to enjoy. As we're just a couple minutes away from the introduction of our starting lineups and the start of our broadcast here tonight. Pine Island Panthers again. Four and four overall, one and two in the Hiawatha Valley League. And Cannon Falls 0-1 in league play, 0-6 overall. I know they started their season with a loss to Faribault. At Pine Island, the final score was 54 to 49 in that game. The last game that I can remember in terms of score. As the Panthers did not go down, they stayed on the floor here, warming up on the hoop to my left. And the Cannon Falls Bombers are warming up on the hoop to my right. 
about 20 minutes after the conclusion of the girls game the boys game will come your way i'm going to guess we'll have a little bit of a break between games just to write in lineups and that sort of thing as rod is grabbing that microphone and we'll be plugging into him here shortly Fight Islands has got a young team. They start just one senior. And Cannon Falls is pretty young, too. They start no seniors. So two young teams going toe-to-toe here in the Bombers hangar tonight. Bombers are lined up for the national anthem. Likewise, Fight Island. Movie lighting up. Thank you for being a good sport. Come on, let's hear from our team leaders. Thank you. And now let's take the starters for, first of all, the Pine 
Madeline Ender. Starting with a more word of five foot six up for number three, Mixing Coonan. Coming up for five foot six, senior number five, Madison Randolph. And a more word of five foot eleven, junior number fifteen, Lindy Northbrook. And a guy with a five foot five sophomore number twenty-one, Mayna Shabi. And seven of five foot eleven junior number thirty-two, Jade Stevenson. The Panthers are four and four on the season. Their head coach is Mike Downey. HBL basketball, the Pine Island Panthers and the Cannon Falls Bombers. You got the lineups right from the PA guy. Bombers, says Bombers in white across the front of their uniforms. White numerals, red trim, black shorts. Pine Island in the white with gold trim, maroon trim as well. Gold and maroon are their school colors. They're standing at the CF logo as the official steps in. Throws up the ball and the tap controlled by the Panthers. Moving right to left on your radio dial. Obviously, Cannon Falls in left to right. Nice pass right in under the basket and scoring immediately is Severson, the 5'11 junior. Looks to be taller than that to me. But then, uh, I'm not as tall as I used to be. <laughs> Get older, you shrink a little bit. Pass goes across court by Cannon Falls against the 2-3 zone by Pine Island. As the Bombers showing good patience. Now remember, there's a 35-second shot clock this year. Both girls and boys high school. Here's a triple. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Shuddy, the sophomore. She's 5-5. Here's a shot from the corner that's no good. Rebound. Nobody has it yet. It's over by the sideline. It's saved right in bounds. No, they say it was not saved. It'll be bomber basketball. Young lady that took the triple that time for Cannon Falls was Kate Tipton, the 5'8 freshman. Tipton will bring the ball up with a right-handed dribble. Passes it on the right wing. Again, it is a zone defense. Pass right under the basket. Shots whacked away. And shooting that shot that time, Showquist. Severson made the block. 
Attempted pass. Deceiverson is stolen away. Bombers coming back left to right on your radio. They'll stop, pop, and a switch. By Tennyson, the sophomore, or excuse me, the freshman. Got to remember to keep track of my turnovers here. Here's a left wing triple. It's no good. Rebound put back up. It's no good. Rebound taken down by the Bombers. Coming out of there with it is Ritz. Ritz will get it to Tipton, who brings it up. Tipton at the point. Tosses it on the left wing. They play a little more pressure this time down the floor, and it ends up in a turnover for Cannon Falls. Their third in four trips. We're tied at two. Pine Island's had a couple of turnovers themselves here in the early going. Here's a long-range jumper, and it's good. The triple by Macy Conan. 5'6", sophomore, was nothing but net. Putting on the pressure here is Pine Island. Three-quarter court trap. Cannon Falls broke it, but it makes them take longer off that shot clock, right? Down in the lane, shots up, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Pine Island's Conan. Passes two-hand chest pass on the white left wing. They get it back top of the key. Good ball movement. Here's a triple, and it's good again. That young lady can shoot. It's her second triple in as many shots from the same spot, the right wing. Again, they put the 2-2-1 zone press on. Cannon Falls breaks it, but by the time they get up the floor, it's 10 seconds off that shot clock. Here's a three, top of the key. It rims off, twice off iron. The three was taken by Tennyson. As Pine Island will bring the ball up. 8-2 to two on the Goodyear County ADA scoreboard. Shots up, no good. Also, Pine Island Lumber brings you the scoreboard. Shots up, no good. Shots up, no good. As bringing the ball up with a right-handed dribble that time was Tipton. She'll get it back out top of the key. Bounces it on the right wing. As we're winding under 20 seconds on the shot clock. Ritz look to dribble penetrate. Now they swing it all the way to the left side. Driving left baseline. Losing the ball. Getting it back. They get on the left wing. Does Cannon Falls. There's seven seconds on the shot clock. Ritz tries to dribble through the zone. It almost worked. Two seconds on the shot clock. A high off the window shot is no good. Severson got the rebound and coming back the other way are the Pine Island Panthers. As should he will shoot a triple top of the key. Bang! The third triple by Pine Island and they're up 11-2 as Ritz brings the ball up for Cannon Falls. They've been able to handle this pressure for the most part. Here's another three and it's no good. Rebound taken down, and it's stolen by the young lady who missed the three, and she stepped out of bounds, they say. So inbounding it for Pine Island is going to be Rendall, Paxson Rendall. She's a 5'6'' senior. Inbounded it to Shuddy, the 5'5'' sophomore. And it was tipped. It went over, but it wasn't an over back because it was tipped. They get it on the block. Bounce pass top of the key. Here's another triple. It's no good. Rebound taken down. Put back up off glass. And scoring was Severson. So Severson's got four. Both of them layups. 
13-12. And the Bombers want to stop the bleeding here. In the middle of the lane, shots up, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Severson. Shot was missed by Tennyson. And Pine Island comes up the floor. Dump off. Dribbling to her left, 15-footers, no good. Rebound taken down by the Bombers. It's coming out of there with it. Was Nearison. They ring the ball all the way into the corner with 22 seconds on the shot clock. Rich had the ball knocked out of her hands. Pine is going to make a couple of substitutions here. As checking in is June Lizraldi. She's a 5'6 senior. And we got a whistle blow here, a tie-up. Possession arrow stays with Cannon Falls. The trigger person from out of bounds is Showquist. She'll lob it way out front to Tipton. Couple of dribbles, hands it off. As Tennyson. Almost had it stolen away. Gets at the free throw line. Ball's knocked away. Pine Island's going to come out of the fray, and I think they're going to have a foul called on Showquist. So Cannon Falls is going to make a substitution here, too. Libby Sampson, an eighth grader, 5'9", is in the game. One-handed pass off the dribble from the top of the key. Here's a triple right side. It's no good. Rebound. It goes out of bounds, and they say it belongs to Cannon Falls. Bombers having trouble scoring here. 13-2 is our score. And again, pressure will be put on. The zone press by Pine Island. At the point now for the Panthers is Lizeraldi. You get it back to the top of the key. Cannon Falls looking for an open shot. They haven't found them too many. And they got pretty good ball movement here. Here's a triple from the left side. It hits the side of the backboard. Rebound caroms off a couple of players. And now coming out of there with it is Pine Island. Up the far sideline. Dribbling inside the paint. Kicking it on the left wing. Here's another triple. It's no good. Rebound taken down by nobody yet. Then Showquist gets it. In the open floor, it's Tennyson. Dribbles on the far sideline. She'll dribble the top of the key, leave it for Tipton. A couple of Panthers getting ready to check back in. Pass comes to the free throw line. Left side, Tennyson three is no good. It hit the bracket. So the ball will go back to Pine Island. Severson's back in the game for Pine Island. So is Zoe Noose. The 5-5 junior. Thirteen two is our score on the Pine Island Lumber scoreboard. There's nothing better than the permanent decking they have there at Pine Island Lumber. They want to be your lumber yard. Pass comes in the middle of the lane. Shot off glass. Too strong. No good by Severson. Rebound taken down. Tipton gave it up, got it back, brings it up across the CF logo at midcourt. Toss it on the left wing, gets it back top of the key. She'll bounce it on the right side. Still that zone defense by Pine Island, but they do extend it a bit. So you can't just sit and shoot. Bounce pass comes back out front. Cannon falls with 14 seconds on the shot clock. 
has just one field goal here in the first half. There's about not quite halfway through it, about a minute away from that. Four seconds on the shot clock. Here's a shot that's no good. And I guess they're going to get a new shot clock, the Bombers. Their head coach is Joel Ridstad, and he's going to call the timeout. 13-2 Pine Island here early. And we've got an injured player on the floor. We'll tell you more about that after these words. It's 13-2 Pine Island on the Goodyear County ADA Pine Island Lumber scoreboard. Goodyear County ADA wanted me to wish all of you a very, very happy holiday. Merry Christmas and The Goodyear County ADA reminds you nutrient-rich dairy foods are one of the most affordable sources of nutrition to make healthy eating easy. Dare to compare dairy's nutritional value. It takes three cups of cooked broccoli to equal the calcium in one cup of milk. An eight-ounce serving of low-fat plain yogurt contains 490 milligrams of potassium, about the same as a banana. The American Dietary Association's latest guidelines still call for everyone to consume three servings of dairy every day. The dairy farmers of Goodyear County proud to provide this wholesome nutritional product. In business, time is money. Grinnell Mutual and Mesa Spring Guard Mutual Business Insurance is designed to get you back in business as soon as possible after a loss. Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company and Basis Spring Guard Mutual offers many specialized coverage sure to fit your unique insurance needs. Call to review your coverages and get a competitive quote. Call Mark Schulquist or Tanner Carlson at the Nelson Insurance Agency today in Cannon Falls. 507-263-3812. Well, the Bombers will inbound underneath their own basket down by 11. And the pass was thrown off of one of the Panthers. And almost <laughs> hit the young lady who's inbounding the ball, Showquist. She jumped out of the way so it wouldn't hit her. She'll pass it in the right corner. Tennyson might have traveled, and yes, she did. Fifth turnover by the Bombers. And I thought the Bombers might put on the press, but nope, they, they do not. As Pine Island brings the ball up on the right wing. Pass goes back in the right corner here as, as Lowry has it. Severson back in the corner. Right baseline to get into Severson right under the basket. Missed it. Rebound taken down by Cannon Falls. As Ritz comes out of there with it, gets it to Tipton. Tipton will pass it on the left side to Tennyson. Tennyson looks, takes one dribble, gets it in the corner now to Ritz. Ritz is going to take a couple of dribbles to her right. Pass it in the lane. Tennyson, quick turnaround, jumper's no good. Rebound taken down by Severson. And it's like there's a lid on the basket. That was a good two-footer. Another pass off the dribble. Ends up being in a turnover by Pine Island. And Tennyson went in, and I guess they called it a clean block as she went up for a layup. Checking back in for Pine Island is going to be Northrop. Also back in for Pine Island is the sophomore, Shutty. Pass to the left corner. There's a 10-footer. It's an air ball. Rebound taken down by Pine Island. Tennyson. They're not Tennyson, but again, Severson passed it up. 
They get it back in the right corner for three. Bang! Lucy Luden is a... Zoe Noose, the 5'5 junior. Shots up, no good. Rebound taken out by Pine Island. They're coming back the other way up the far sideline. Dribbles the middle of four, does Noose. Gets it on the left wing for a triple, and it's no good. Rebound taken down by Pine Island. Nice box out there. They get it on the left wing. She'll bounce it inside. It gets knocked away. So Pine Island has their fifth turnover. Well, not yet. They say there's a tie-up. And possession arrow will stay with Pine Island. So no turnover. This Jade Severson is listed at 5'11". She certainly looks taller than that. She gets the ball right under the basket and scores. That's her third bucket. All right under the basket. Her free throw is no good. That was the first free throw we've seen here in the first half of this game. 18 to 2 is our score. As Tennyson hits a hoop. Just a two. It was from long range, but inside the three point line, obviously. Pine Island now looking to generate more offense. Missed shot. Shots back up. No good. And then the put back up and in by Severson. Two Pine Island Panthers controlled the window that time. It's 20 to 4. Pine Island free throw line shot, no good. Rebound taken down by Pine Island's Jenna Brandt, the 5'5 senior. She'll pass it on the right wing. They get it to free throw line. Severson, there's a triple by Brandt, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound taken down by Cannon Falls. It's coming out of there with it for the Cannon Falls Bombers with Sampson, the eighth grader. And now we got another turnover by the Bombers. 20 to 4. Seven minutes, 19 seconds to go till halftime. Where we'll check out all those stats courtesy of Keith Myers, certified financial planning. On the Pine Island Lumber scoreboard, here's a step through missing the layup with Severson. Rebound came down to uh, Sampson. Pass goes to Tennyson. She'll throw it over the top of the right wing. Dribbling to her right, backing up. She's double teamed. Now gets it back out front to Tennyson. Tennyson swings it on the left side. Tipton gets it back on the right side here for Cannon Falls. Emma Templin, the eighth grader. Here's a three, no good. Rebound off the hands of a Panther. Coming out of there with its noose. She comes flying up the floor on the left side. She'll lob it. Try to lob it inside, and it gets knocked out of bounds, and they say it belongs to Cannon Falls. So it'll be a turnover by the Panthers. Checking in for Pine Island is Paxson Rendall, the senior, one of their starters, back in. They'll continue with a 2-2-1 zone press up 20-4 to with six and a half minutes to go. And again, the press has not seemed to bother the Bombers that much, but it does mean they can't get in their offense as quickly as they want to. Here's a three, no good by Tipton. Rebound Tennyson back up as she scores. Right in the middle of the paint, she's got all six of the bomber points. It's 20 to six. Brandt at the volleyball attack line. Pass it on the left wing. 
They'll bounce it to the free throw. Almost stolen by Tennyson. They'll get it inside and throw it over the head of the intended recipient, Northrop. So it's another turnover by Pine Island. They've had six of those. Six for Cannon Falls as well. As Tennyson hands it off and then gets the ball back from Ritz. Passes it in the right corner. Now back top of the key. And almost a steal by Pine Island. You could probably hear her coming over here. We're right by the Pine Island bench. Checking in for the Panthers. It's going to be Caitlin Learham. She's a 5'7 senior. Inbounding it right in front of us. For the Cannon Falls Bombers was Templin. Tipton gets it to Templin. She'll throw at the free throw line. Lob it on the left side. Back to Templin. Templin passes it on the right wing. Ritz tries to get it back into Templin. Here's a three with two seconds of the shot clock. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Pine Island. 20-6 to Panther lead. 5.20 to go till halftime. Over the top of the defense goes Pine Island. They get it in the paint. Shots up off window. No good. Rebound taken down by Cannon Falls. Just coming out of there with it was Libby Sampson, the eighth grader. Here's a three by Tennyson. It's an air ball. Rebound. Templin gets it. She'll pass it on the right wing. They bounce the top of the key. Swing it over to Rich. She'll stop, pop, and score. Anna Ritz, the 5'7 junior, scores. And it's 20-8. to eight. And I'm sure if you're Cannon Falls and you, you get this to single digits, you're feeling good. Pine Island obviously would like to add to their lead. As they throw over the top of the defense. Driving baseline, leaving it for a teammate. Nice assist that time. As scoring is Kennett on a layup. Is out front. Tipton has the ball. Swings it right side. A long three by Templin. It's bottom of the net. It's a Templin triple. And it's 22 to 11. It cut the lead to 11. Pass underneath is right into the hands of Templin. Pine Island just turned it over again. Tipton will pass it to Ritz. Top of the key. Gets it back to Tipton. Now Templin has it out front. Takes a couple of dribbles. Tennyson's going to shoot the triple. It's no good. Rebound taken down by nobody. And they're going to call a foul, I think, on Ritz. And they do. Anna Ritz gets called for the foul. Pine Island's going to bring some people back in the game. June Lizeraldi, she's a 5'6 senior, will be in there. When we return with the score on the Pine Island Lumber, Goodyear County ADA scoreboard, 22 to 11. That's right, the Panthers have doubled them up on the scoreboard. We'll be back in 30 Milo seconds. Peterson Ford in Kenyon takes this opportunity to thank all their customers for their patronage in 2023 and helps all of you enjoy good health in the new year. A great stocking stuffer might be a certificate for an oil change or oil changes for a year. The service department of Milo Peterson Ford is second to none. Parts department is top notch. Sales also will assist you in finding what you're looking for whenever you swing by. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the entire crew at Milo Peterson Ford in Kenya. 
That's right, Milo Peterson, Ford Kenyon brought you our keys to the game. The key for both teams. Keep those turnovers down. Seven for Pine Island. Six for Cannon Falls. So at 3.45 to go, the officials are trying to decide where they're going to inbound the ball here. It's a rather lengthy discussion. Well, they're going to take it the full length. At least that's what it looks like. Pine Island thinks it should be at midcourt. I don't know if it makes that much difference. Three minutes and 45 seconds to go. And now they got to explain it to the Cannon Falls coach. <laughs> and actually, she's going to, Fritz is going to shoot free throws here. So Ritz is going to shoot free throws for Cannon Falls. She makes the first one. And they can get this to a single-digit game here with 3.45 to go in the first half. She made them both. So they get the ball back here. Must have been a technical. It's a nine-point differential here. And Zia called. So Tipton will bring it up. Right-handed waist-high dribble. Pass it on the right side. She'll pass it back to her, but in traffic. That was a ill-advised pass. Wow, talk about ripping the ball out of somebody's arms. This Severson just took it away from the <laughs> bomber. Here's a triple, and it's good. That young woman can't shoot. Conan hits another one. She's got three triples and 11 points. It's 20. She's almost got as many points as Cannon Falls. Ritz, top of the key with approaching three minutes to go in the half. Pass comes back, top of the key. Cannon Falls trying to get some motion in their offense. And they almost made that ill-advised pass in the middle of the lane against the zone. Ritz drove to the basket. Smart move, but missed the shot. Coming back the other way is Pine Island. 
as Lizeraldi will whip it underneath, and it's too high for the post player. They've done that a few times here tonight. Eight turnovers for Pine Island. Six for Cannon Falls. Ritz bringing across the CF logo. Got an attack mode left side. There's a triple. It's an air ball. Rebound to save right in bounds under the basket. A no-no to Ritz, who almost scored. They always taught us not to save the ball on the end of your opponent. I don't know whatever happened to that, but you see it all the time nowadays. That almost and should have ended up in a layup right under the basket. 2.26 to go. Cannon Falls will inbound it to Ritz. At the top of the key, she'll shoot the three. It's no good. She's fouled on a three-point shot. Coney gets called for the foul. And Ritz gets three free throws here. Makes the first. Makes the second. And she makes this. It's a single-digit game with 2.22 to go in the half. Missed it. But she gets her miss. She goes in the lane. Shots up no good. That actually was uh, Templin. Back up the floor comes Pine Island. Right to left on your radio dial. Here's another three by the Panthers. In and out. No good. That was part way down. And putting it back up and in is Severson. He's got 10 points. All off little putbacks or layups. Here's a free throw line shot. No good by Tennyson. I think that's exactly what Cannon Falls needs to do is up the tempo of this game. Not allow Pine Island to set up that defense. Meanwhile, we had a turnover initially by Pine Island. We'd have a foul called on the Panthers. Rizraldi, her first and nobody's in the bonus yet. 27-15, Pine Island leads it on the Pine Island Lumber and Goodyear County ADA scoreboard. Everyone at Pine Island Lumber wants to wish all of you a very happy holiday season. Likewise, the Goodyear County ADA reminding us to get our free every day of dairy. As Templin tries to get it inside, and again, we end up with a deal of the ball and now they're going to call a foul on Pine Island would look like it was a tie up or no I guess it was a tie up Cannon Falls has the ball bounce pass right side Templin for three bang Templin it's her second triple and it's a nine point game with a minute ten to go in the half well the key was that there's another turnover by Pine Island. They've been a little careless here in this half with the ball. As Tennyson bounces it right side to Templin. Oh, she thought about a three. She's hit two of them from there. Top of the key three. Good by Tennyson. Liv Tennyson hits the triple. 
She's got nine, and it's a six-point game. Raining threes. Bounce pass hit the leg of... It's another turnover by Pine Island. Going in, Tennyson has the ball knocked away. She'll get it back. Here's a three. It's an air ball. Rebound taken down by Pine Island's Shooty. Shooty will bring it up. She's directing traffic at the top of the key. Will pass it on the right wing. Wants to get the ball back. Now they swing it on the left side. They bounce it. They're going high-low here against the Bombers. Five seconds on the shot clock. It's another turnover. And then I don't know if Cannon Falls was going to do an underhand three-quarter court shot, but they didn't do it. Pine Island had lots of turnovers down the stretch. We'll get all that information for you. Keith Meyer, certified financial planner, of course, brings you all the statistics tonight from the Bombers hangar. The girls game, halftime. Pine Island 27, Cannon Falls... Pine Island Lumber is the place to go for the latest in Trex composite decking. Trex Transcend Deckings uses 95% recycled plastic film and reclaimed sawdust and is backed by a 50-year limited residential fade and stain warranty. It's fade, stain, scratch, and mold resistant. Trex Transcend maintains its vibrant color and luxurious finish through scorching sun or red wine spill thanks to its unyielding shell protection, not to mention its simple soap and water cleanup. You'll never have to step foot in the stain aisle again. Get the details at pineislandlumber.com. When it comes to working at heights, safety should always come first. That's where Northland Safety Solutions comes in. Northland Safety Solutions is a design-build firm specializing in engineered fall protection systems. Based in Cannon Falls since 2015, they service businesses in Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, and Illinois. They look forward to working with you to address your particular fall protection exposures. Learn more at NorthlandSafety.com. Northland Safety Solutions wishes good luck to the bombers. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or big family. And yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. It's halftime. We're going to take a look at the stats, courtesy of Keith Myers, Certified Financial Planning in Cannon Falls. Keith and his gang want me to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy holiday season. <laughs> Sixth graders are on the floor enjoying themselves here in Cannon Falls Bombers Hangar. Difference in the first half. Pine Island turned the ball over way too much to have this 6.27-21 lead. They turned it over 11 times by my count. I had six turnovers for Cannon Falls. Seven points off those turnovers by Pine Island. And 12 points off the... Pine Island turnovers by Cannon Falls. It is a six-point lead here at halftime. Looked like Pine Island was going to run them right out of the gym. It was 20-2 to two at one point. And obviously since then, seven points have been scored by Pine Island. And 19 have been scored by 
Cannon Falls primarily because of turnover after turnover after turnover. They got uh, eight of those turn eight points off three of those turnovers in the final four turnovers of the first half. In 27-21 is our halftime score on the Goodyear County ADA Pine Island Lumber scoreboard. Goodyear County ADA reminding all of us to get our free every day of dairy. We get those holiday gatherings. You want to make that a part of your holiday tradition, right? Maybe some mint ice cream. That sounds good to me. 27-21 is our halftime score. Also, Pine Island Lumber has terrific Trex decking. You might want to check out. They got some sporting goods there, too, in Pine Island. At Pine Island Lumber, right there on Main Street. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Pine Island Lumber is the place to go for the latest in Trex composite decking. Trex Transcend Deckings uses 95% recycled plastic film and reclaimed sawdust and is backed by a 50-year limited residential fade and stain warranty. It's fade, stain, scratch, and mold resistant. Trex Transcend maintains its vibrant color and luxurious finish through scorching sun or red wine spill thanks to its unyielding shell protection, not to mention its simple soap and water cleanup. You'll never have to step foot in the stain aisle again. Get the details at pineislandlumber.com. Well, the little sixth graders <laughs> going up and down the floor and enjoying themselves, skinning their knees, shooting baskets. And, of course, Rod <laughs> adding to the excitement to get their name heard over the loudspeaker. We didn't have anybody call our games, and we did little ball games in, in Spring Valley that I remember back in the day. Nobody made an announcement over who shot the basket or anything. That's pretty cool. Hope these kids realize how cool that is. Speaking of cool, we got a good game going. I told you these two games could be good ones. But when Pine Island jumped out to that 22 lead, I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> anyway, here at halftime, it's close. 27-21. The Pine Island Panthers enjoying a six-point lead. I'm missing a few points here for Pine Island. Hate to admit it, but I am. Let's see if I got Cannon Falls right here. I'm off by one there, too. found my one for Cannon Falls Livia Tennyson 5'8 freshman 
had one triple, nine points in the first half. Anna Rich, the 5'7 junior, had six points in the first half. She was four of five from the free throw line. And off the bench for Cannonballs. Emma Templin, a 5'8 eighth grader. Emma was my grandma's name on my mom's side. Emma had six points in the first half. We'll take a look at the Pine Island scoring. As both teams are coming back on the floor here. And we get set to get the second half underway. With the score 27-21, Pine Island. So two girls and double figures for the Panthers in the first half. 11 and 10 points for Conan and Severson, sophomore and junior. Rendall's the only senior in the starting lineup. Lizraldi comes off the bench as a senior. The Pine Island Panthers have seven seniors listed on their roster. Meanwhile, the Cannon Falls Bombers have not one single senior on their team. So the second half about to get underway. A big thank you to Federated Mutual Insurance for bringing you our halftime report. They're out of Owatonna. Milo Peterson Ford Kenyon brought you our keys to the game, which are the same really for both teams. Limit turnovers. I'm sure that's exactly what Coach Downey was telling his team. They had 11 of them in the first half. Cannonball scored 12 points off those turnovers. 12 of their 21 points came off turnovers. Meanwhile, the Bombers had six turnovers and seven points were scored off those. As Pine Island will get the ball moving left to right on your radio dial. We're courtside right at the scores table. Next to the legend, Rod Johnson, here in the Cannon Falls Bombers hangar. Gordy Kosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. As Pine Island again brings the ball up. Shots up, no good. Rebound taken down by Tipton. She'll retain possession. She'll bring the ball up across the CF logo. Dribble to her right. Pass it on the right wing to Tennyson. In the corner now, Tennyson led them in scoring in the first half. Gets the ball back. And I don't know where she was going with that ball, but she turned it over. As Coach Downey telling her 
his team to slow things down a little bit here. Let's be a little under control. Bounce pass goes on the right wing. Bad pass over the top of the zone. It gets picked off. Ritz goes all the way to the other end and scores off the window. Ritz and another Pine Island turnover results in points. They have 14 points off turnovers. As Pine Island comes back the other way. Don't use a lot of the shot clock in this game. Here's a triple right side. It's no good. Rebound put back up. It's no good. And foul called on the Bowers. Good board that time by Northrop, the 5'11 junior. Foul is called on Nearison, her first. And Northrop's free throw is good. Lindy's 5'11. She's a junior. Just a second trip to the line here for the Panthers. Uh, she missed the second one. Made the first. 28-23. Pine Island leads it on the Pine Island Lumber. Goodyear County ADA scoreboard. Again, another bad pass. This is turned over by Cannon Falls. There is no black jersey where she threw the ball. Meanwhile, 15-footers up. It's no good. Rebound taken down. Put back up. It's no good. Rebound again. No good. Rebound again. And a foul is going to be called on Cannon Falls. They just can't handle that 5'11 height. Going to be on Nearison again. Her second. I think Coach Downey thought she should have free throws. Actually, she was shooting. I don't know why she's not shooting free throws. In the lane, shots up. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Pine Island. She's going to set up and shoot the three. It's short. Rebound taken down this time by Tennyson to Canna Falls. We're going to have a push called on Pine Island's Rendall. Her first. So the Panthers will put that full-court zone pressure on again. Three-quarter court trap. And really, the Bombers have not turned it over too much on this trap. As Tennyson has it out top, dribbles to her left. Guarded by the senior, Rendall. They get it back out front, swing it, and the Bombers throw it away. Their eighth turnover. It's 28-23, Pine Island. On the Pine Island Lumber, Goodyear County ADA scoreboard. Pass over the top of that zone defense. Again, you make it better be a, a good pass. Can't have too much of a rainbow. Baseline shots, no good, and a foul is going to be called, I think, on the Bombers. And it is on Ritz. Her second. So heading to the free throw line. As you just heard, the Bombers called timeout. Larry Conan will be going to the free throw line. When we come back, we'll keep it right here during this timeout. Again, Pine Island Lumber wanted me to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holiday Season. Likewise, the Goodyear County ADA 
wants you to enjoy the holidays and make sure dairy is part of your meal. It's part of a nutritious diet, right? It is part of a very nutritious diet. Dairy products. So make sure some are at your table during the upcoming holiday. Here in the Bombers hangar. We got a boys game following this. Probably have about, a, oh, I'm guessing a 15 minute or so break between games. Get lineups written in and that sort of thing. Free throw short. Corner will have another one. That one's good. So two turnovers and three points off of them. Santa Falls also needs to limit their turnovers. And that's true for any team, right? Milo Peterson Ford knows that. As Tennyson looked to dribble penetrate, gets in the right corner. Pass to the free throw line, one dribble. Here's a Tennyson three, and it's no good. Rebound, chased down in the far corner, and a blocking foul is going to be called on Ritz. That's her third. Templin's going to check in for Ritz. Emma Templin, the 5'8", 8th grader, is bringing the ball up for Pine Island. It is Shuddy. She'll get the back top of the key. Now they swing it. Severson, they get it on the block. Northrup bounces it on the left wing. Scooping the ball, looking to dribble penetrate. Falls down with the ball. And that's going to be Cannon Falls ball. So it'll be another turnover. Number 14. Pass comes in. Templin passes it to Tennyson. Back to Templin. Not gripping pressure at the moment by Pine Island. I like teams that change that up a little bit, right? Unleash and leash the vice grip, and there's a shot no good. Rebound taken down by Pine Island. Cannon Falls has scored two points, and so has Pine Island this half. Almost four minutes into it. Pass goes on the left wing. Pineana gets it on the baseline. Here's a 18-footer, and it's a switch by Northrop. Five eleven juniors first basket. And falls had the ball knocked away, and they'll get it back here. 27 seconds on the 35-second shot clock. Dennison. Dribbles to her left, bounce to the free throw line. Left wing three, it's an air ball. Saved inbounds into the hands of Pine Island. As Meta Shuddy has it, she'll pass it on the right side. Here's a triple, bang. Rendall hits the triple. And more players are scoring for Pine Island. I'm sure that makes their coaches very happy. They were relying on primarily 
three players in the first half. Tennyson goes down the lane, shoots the shot, no good. Rebound Northrop. And bringing the ball up to Shuddy. She'll pass it on the right side. Back out top of the key. They swing it over to the left now at the free throw line. Severson got a bunch of hoops near the basket in the first half. Tennyson gets a rebound off of this shot. Right to left on your radio dial. <laughs> Looked like they were going to dribble baseline. And Cannon Falls ends up with another turnover. As a young lady slapped the ball right out of her hand. Pass goes in the corner. They lob it in on the block going off glass. No, she didn't use glass, but she got fouled anyway. It'll be Nurison's third, and so at the free throw line is Severson. Free throw no good. She'll have another. So Noose is back in the game. Pine Island. And she hit the second one. Severson's going to get a breather as checking in for Pine Island is Caitlin Learham, the 5'7 senior. 12.56 to go in regulation. It's a 12-point lead for Pine Island. They led by six at the half. And just like the first part of the first half, Cannon Falls having trouble scoring here early. As they're playing catch out front, Tennyson swings it on the right side to Templin. Templin dribbles once to her right, shoots the ball. It's no good. Rebound is tapped to Noose, and she throws it across the floor to Shuddy, who brings it up. CF logo, right side to Noose, lobs it in. It's overthrowing the 5'11". That's what she's listed as, anyway. Tennyson layup is good. Yeah, Tennyson scores, right hand, left side. <laughs> Free throw line pass goes in the baseline, shots up, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Cannon Falls. So they can get it to single digits on this possession as Tipton swings it on the right side to Tennyson, back to Tipton. Now they get it the free throw line, left side, Templin for three, it's no good. Rebound, there was a foul over the back, no question. And Bombers still get a bucket out of it. Tipton scores. It looked like one of the Bombers clearly was on the back of a Panther. 35-27. And they decided not to call it. It's on the block. Turn around. Oh, beautiful drop step move by Northrup. That was some really good footwork by that young lady. 37-27 is our score. Things are heating up a bit here in the Bombers hangar. Tipton left side. Wants to get the ball back out top of the key. They'll throw it over the top of the defense, right side. Templin drives baseline and then travels. Ten turnovers now for the Bombers. And 15 turnovers for Pine Island. They're up by 10, though, with 11-10 to go. It's back in the game for the Panthers is Lizeraldi. Gets the ball back out front. Didn't contact, no foul. There's a triple right side. It's no good. Rebound. And we're going to have a foul called on Tennyson, I think, on the rebound. It is. That's Liv Tennyson's first foul. 
Pass comes in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound off the head of Northrop. Shots up no good. And again, it looked like one of the bombers were on the back of one of the Panthers knocking the ball away. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> the pass comes in the left corner. A couple of dribbles by Rinaldi to get it out front. And she... Oh, it's going back to Pine Island. Ten minutes and 43 seconds to go in the regulation. Ten-point lead. Pass goes on the left wing. Noose out front. And get it inside. Northrup trying to weave her way to the basket. Is a bomber sandwich. Going to be a Templin, her first. So Northrop back at the free throw line. Swish. She made the second. As the Bombers will bring the ball back up against that pressure again. Tipton to Tennyson. Back to Tipton. Left side to Tamplin. We oh, got the triple T's there. Free throw line shot is rimmed out. Rebound. Ritz goes back up and scores. He's got eight, or ten, rather. And we had another turnover by Pine Island, almost turning it right back over his Cannon Falls. Possession arrow is to Cannon Falls, so it will be a turnover for Pine Island. They're 16th. Bombers hanging around here. Ten minutes to go. It's a 39-29. Pine Island lead. Continue with that zone press. Tipton looks to bring it up. She'll bounce at the free throw line, and again, Cannon Falls turns it over. They're 11th. And here, Coach Downey telling his team to slow it down and set it up. Is on the right wing. Here's a shot from five. It's no good by Noose. Rebound put back up. It's no good by Severson. We got two Panthers that kind of clunked into each other trying to get that rebound and it ends up going off of both of them and out of bounds. So technically I guess that's a turnover. As Cannon Falls looks to bring it up. Ritz goes right through the zone. Stops in the middle of the lane. Here's Templin for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down. Put back up by Tennyson and in. Tennyson came out of nowhere to get that ball. She's got 13. And it's 39-31, and Pine Island almost turned it over again. 18 points off turnovers for the Bombers. Or they would not be in this game. So the Panthers will inbound it left to right on your radio dial. Pass goes on the left wing for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down under the basket. Shots up. Nice pass. And off the 
backboard and scoring is Severson. She's got 13. As bringing the ball up is Tipton. It's a 10-point lead again. That was almost an over and back. Pass goes on the right wing for Cannon Falls, moving right to left on your radio dial. Here on KDHLAM for, oh my, Templin threw one. That was from Randolph. It's 41-31 with 8.28 to go. I don't know if she knew where she was on the floor, man. That was from way, way downtown. Free throw line. They get it to Severson on the left wing, driving left baseline. Now back to Severson out top. They swing it over on the right side to Brandt. Now Noose back to Brandt. Brandt takes one dribble, throws it on the left side. They get it in the corner now. Northrop inside to Severson. Back to Northrop. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Here's a three. It's bottom of the net by Noose. News hits the triple, and it's 44-31 Pine Island with 7.46 to go. Tipton turned the ball over. They call a foul on the Panthers. Yeah, Noose. So the Bombers line up like dominoes on the left side of the lane. Choquist will be the trigger person. Top of the key three. No good by Ritz. Rebound taken down, however, by Tipton, I think. Now here's another Ritz three. No good. Rebound yanked down by Severson. Boy, she went after that ball. Coming back up the floor is Brandt with a ball across the CF logo. Right-handed dribble. Pass it on the right side. Here's a triple. It's good. Rizeraldi gets the triple. And it's 47-31. Pine Island. Looks like they're going to pick up their fifth win here, barring a big comeback. We're approaching seven minutes to go. As the uh, Bombers nearly turned it over again. There's a pass inside that does get turned over. That's the 12th turnover of the game for Cannon Falls. Brandt has it on the right wing. Tried to get it inside to Severson. It got knocked away. Brandt gets it back. She'll dribble toward her right. Throw up a shot. No good. Rebound taken down by Ritz. Ritz got the ball to Sampson, the eighth grader. Now Tipton has it out front. And Cannon Falls can't really dawdle here. Here's a shot from the free throw line that's good by the eighth grader, Sampson. 47-33. Passes on the right wing to Brandt. There's a pass that gets stolen away by Tennyson. And we're going to have a foul called on Noose. Her second. Pine Island's in the bonus. They've got three fouls to give.
So Canna Falls gets the inbounds pass. Pine Island in that zone. Tennyson will get it in the right corner. And it's turned over. Bounce pass free throw line. They get on the right wing does Pine Island. Moving left to right. Canna Falls also in the zone. Pass comes out front. Here's a triple. It's no good. Brandt gets the rebound. Reverse layup is good. But Brandt scores. On the layup. And that was off a turnover, wasn't it? So here's the ball turned over again by the Bombers. They come back the other way. Should he gets it on the right side. Now gets it back top of the key. Severson on the left wing to Brandt. Gets it back to Severson. Northrop, who just checked in, looks to dribble penetrate, bounces the top of the key for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Ritz. Ritz picks up her dribble, asks for help. It's stolen away. Layup good. Rendall, great anticipation, jumped in the passing lane and scored. It's 51-33. Panthers are purring right now. Tennyson dribbles to her right, throws up a shot. She gets fouled. I think it's on Northrop. Her first. Uh, Tennyson got hurt on that play somehow. No, it looks like she's okay. She's flexing her legs here. Tennyson at the free throw line. Freshman, 5'8", missed the free throw. Fifty-one thirty-three. Panthers lead. They had a six-point lead at the half. She hits the second one, and she's going to come limping out here. Templin will check in for her. See if they get some ice on that right away. As bringing the ball up is Shitty. Gets it on the left wing. Now Severson at the free throw line. Swings it right side, top of the key. Back Severson at the free throw line. In the corner, they lob it in. Now bounce pass top of the key. Swing left side. 19 seconds on the shot clock. Pass over the top of the zone. Now top of the key. They get it to the free throw line. Now in the right corner. Bounce pass back out front. You can milk clock here, but there's seven seconds left. Here's a three. It's no good. Rebound. Oh, my. Jumping over the top to get that one was Northrup. Here's a long-range jumper that's no good. And then the Severson knocks it out of bounds. That'll be a team rebound for Cannon Falls. Three minutes, 54 seconds to go. We'll have the boys game probably take about a 15-minute break. Yep, this is a doubleheader, Hiawatha Valley League. The Panthers of Pine Island here in the Bombers Hangar in Cannon Falls on KDHLAM Faribault, Minnesota. Town Square Media Station, triple bang, Templin. Emma Templin hits her third triple of the game. As Severson gets it to Northrop, back to Severson in the missed the layup, and 
Way too far underneath. And now Cannon Falls has got to be in a hurry here. There's 3.15 to go, and they're down by 14. Fritz passes it across the lane to Templin. Templin's going to try to swat it out of the air by Northrop. The Templin three. She gets trapped in the corner. Now they go top of the key to Tipton. Tipton. As Showquist gets it, 10-footers up, no good. Rebound comes off. The, well, Showquist ties up. <laughs> One of the Panthers in the possession arrow goes with Pine Island. Showquist is going to sit down. and Back in the game for Cannon Falls is Libby Sampson, the eighth grader. Boy, both these teams are young. 2.45 to go in the game. It's a 51-37 game. Pine Island looking for their fifth win and their second in the conference. As they're going to milk clock here. Northrop, no, nope, she goes right to the basket. Missed it. Rebound taken down by Cannon Falls. As Ritz will bring the ball up with a left-handed dribble. Passes it to Tipton with her right hand. Oh, she threw it away. Sixteen turnovers now for Cannon Falls. Two minutes, 18 seconds to go in this one. As Pine Island was going to milk some clock again, they end up turning the ball over. Coach has been telling them to slow down and set things up. Tipped in out front. Bounces it. And the ball got kicked, the official says. So it'll belong to the Bombers. Just to the left of us, end of the scorer's table, will be Ritz. As the Bombers are bringing a substitute here. Indy Mervald, an eighth grader. Bounce pass right side to Templin. Temple will shoot another deep three. It's not close. Rebound taken out by Pine Island. As Coach Downey telling his team, just settle down here. Minute 38 to go. Severson, right corner. There's no way you're going to come back for this. So, And Pine Island just milking clock here up 51-37. And they turn the ball over. Believe it or not. And then Pine Island gets the turnover back. Here's a layup that's good. So Kanan scores. They were playing hot potato with a basketball. And a timeout by the Bombers with 61 seconds to go in the game. On the Pine Island Lumber... And good you count the ADA scoreboard. It's 53-37. Pine the Island. The Goodyear County ADA reminds you nutrient-rich dairy foods are one of the most affordable sources of nutrition to make healthy eating easy. Dare to compare dairy's nutritional value. It takes three cups of cooked broccoli to equal the calcium in one cup of milk. An eight-ounce serving of low-fat plain yogurt contains 490 milligrams of potassium, about the same as a banana. The American Dietary Association's latest guidelines still call for everyone to consume three servings of dairy every day. The dairy farmers of Goodyear County proud to provide this wholesome nutritional product. 
In business, time is money. Grinnell Mutual and Vesa Spring Guard Mutual Business Insurance is designed to get you back in business as soon as possible after a loss. Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company and Vesa Spring Guard Mutual offers many specialized coverage sure to fit your unique insurance needs. Call to review your coverages and get a competitive quote. Call Mark Schoquist or Tanner Carlson at the Nelson Insurance Agency today in Cannon Falls. 507-263-3812. Now the Nelson Insurance Agency, no substitute for the quality service they provide as a three was dismissed by the Bombers. Rich got knocked to the floor as Pine Island comes back the other way, left to right in full attack mode. <laughs> is Noose. Slow down, I'm going to score. <laughs> 28 seconds to go, it's 55-37. It's Tipton out front to Templin. Swings it on the left side. Now gets it back top of the key. Ritz is going to shoot a 15-footer, it's no good. Didn't draw iron. Rebound Northrup. As Noose brings it up, coaches, oh, she shoots the three, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Cannon Falls. Is coming out of there with it is Mirbold, and that's the game. 55-37. The Pine Island Panthers win on the Pine Island Lumber. Goodyear County ADA scoreboard, Pine Island Lumber, the Goodyear County ADA both asked me to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Have a great holiday When it season. comes to working at heights, safety should always come first. That's where Northland Safety Solutions comes in. Northland Safety Solutions is a design-build firm specializing in engineered fall protection systems. Based in Cannon Falls since 2015, they service businesses in Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, and Illinois. They look forward to working with you to address your particular fall protection exposures. Learn more at NorthlandSafety.com. Northland Safety Solutions wishes good luck to the bombers. Milo Peterson Ford in Kenyon takes this opportunity to thank all their customers for their patronage in 2023 and helps all of you enjoy good health in the new year. A great stocking stuffer might be a certificate for an oil change or oil changes for a year. The service department of Milo Peterson Ford is second to none. Parts department is top notch. Sales also will assist you in finding what you're looking for whenever you swing by. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the entire crew at Milo Peterson Ford in Kenyon. Now more than ever, we all need help with our finances. Keith Myers Financial Services of Cannon Falls can assist you in maximizing your earnings. Keith Myers is a certified financial planner, chartered life underwriter, and chartered financial consultant. Keith and his team listen to client concerns, implement a plan to address them. He specializes in wealth management and retirement planning in the historic Schofield building downtown or visit online at keithmyers.com. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated member FINRA SIPC. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Owatonna's rich history and all that Owatonna has to offer.
The Goodyear County ADA reminds you nutrient-rich dairy foods are one of the most affordable sources of nutrition to make healthy eating easy. Dare to compare dairy's nutritional value. It takes three cups of cooked broccoli to equal the calcium in one cup of milk. An eight-ounce serving of low-fat plain yogurt contains 490 milligrams of potassium, about the same as a banana. The American Dietary Association's latest guidelines still call for everyone to consume three servings of dairy every day. The dairy farmers of Goodyear County proud to provide this wholesome, nutritional product. Yeah, our final score on the Goodyear County ADA Pine Island Lumber scoreboard in the girls game is 55-37. Pine Island was led by two players. Jade Severson, the 5'11 junior, had 15 points. Macy Conan, the 5'6 sophomore, had 14 points. She had three triples. Rendall had a triple. Shuddy Meta had a triple. Northrop had a triple. Zeraldi had a triple. Two triples for Noose. So one, two, three, four, five, six different Panthers had triples in the game. Cannonballs was led by Tennyson's 14. She had a triple. Ten points for Anna Ritz. Nine for Emma Templin on three triples as four triples in the game for the Cannonballs Bombers. Again, our final score, 55-37. Boys game is up next. And a big thank you to Keith Myers, Certified Financial Planning, for bringing you our statistics tonight. If you need help with your numbers in life, he's the guy to go to. Actually, his firm is the place to go. Keith Myers, Certified Financial Planning, and the former Schofield Drug Building, the historic building. Yep, it's on the National Register of Historic Places. And Swing in and tell them Gordy sent you. Goodyear County ADA Federated Mutual Insurance. Keep Fire Certified Financial Planning. Mondo Peterson Ford. Northland Safety Solutions. The Nelson Insurance Agency. Pine Island Lumber. Amesbury Troop brought you our broadcast here tonight along with Milo Peterson Ford in Kenyon. Again, the boys are coming up next. We'll take a little brief break here between songs. And then we'll be right back here in Cannon Falls. We're in the Bombers hangar, sitting courtside right next to the legend that is the legend that is Rod Johnson. So don't go away. We will be back with a boys game in let's see here. We'll be back in about 15 minutes. About 25 to 8. We're not really going anywhere. But, I mean, we'll be back in the gym on the air in about 15 minutes. We'll play a few tunes until then.
I don't know about that accent, son. Just where did you come from? I said, where I come from. It's cornbread and chicken. Where I come from. A lot of front porch sitting. Where I come from. Trying to make a living. And working hard to get to heaven. Where I come from. I south of Detroit City. Pulled in this country kitchen. Try their brand of barbecues, signs it finger licking. I paid the tab and the lady asked me how to like my biscuit. I'll be honest with you, ma'am. It ain't like mama fixed it. Cause where I come from, it's corn ridden chicken. Where I come from, a lot of front porch picking. Where I come from, trying to make a living and working hard to get to heaven. Where I come from. Chasing sun on 101 somewhere around Ventura. I lost the universal joint and I had to use my finger. This tall lady stopped and asked if I had plans for dinner. Said, no thanks, ma'am. Back home, we like the girls that sing soprano. Cause where I come from, it's cornbread and chicken. Where I come from, a lot of front porch sitting. Where I come from, trying to make a living and working hard to get to heaven. Where I come from well, I was heading home on 65 Somewhere around Kentucky And the CB rang with the bobtail rig It's rolling on like thunder Well, I answered him and he asked me, aren't you from out in Tulsa? No, but you might have seen me there. Just dropped a load of salsa. Where I come from, it's cornbread and chicken. Where I come from, a lot of front porch picking. Where I come from, trying to make a living and working hard to get to heaven. Where I come, where I come from, yes, cornbread and chicken. Where I come from, a lot of back porch picking. Where I come from, trying to make a living and working hard to get to heaven. Where I come from, where I come from, yeah, where I come from, a lot of front porch sitting, staring up at heaven. Where I come from, where I come from, trying to make a living. We're happy tonight, walking in the winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird, here to stay is the new bird. He sings a love song while we stroll along, walking in the winter wonderland. No matter, we can build a snowman and pretend that he is Parson Brown. 
He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man. But you can do the job while you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. The face on a prey, the plans that we made, walking in the winter wonderland.
Please have snow